Hey, hey, everyone. It is Josie. This is my my solo podcast. I was going to say single podcast. <laughs> Definitely not single over here. Um, Very opposite of very not single. Very not single. Um, Listen, I'm like naked. I, I, I just got back from spin. So I'm like wearing nothing. Um, Kind of ironic that I'm about to talk about sex with you. Uh, so what happened is on Sunday, I saw this post and it was on one of the one of the uh, Instagram accounts that I follow that are about like moms and pregnancies and just like, you know, funny memes almost. Anyways, they asked their followers, how often do you have sex? And um, what do you do to keep the spark alive? And so people could comment and then they shared all of their responses in their stories. And there was like, I don't know, 50, right? And the answers literally ranged from I haven't had sex in the past two years to I have sex every day. And so it was just just that conversation kind of like sparked or that post sparked me reflecting on that question. And then obviously wanting to share my thoughts with all of you. And then you were like, you should do a podcast on this. So here I am. This is how this all, all happened. Um, so this is going to be about like more like married sex, I guess, um, <laughs> because I've been with you for 20 years. So I relate more to that type of history than someone that's like still single kind of fucking around and having sex with strangers. Like I, I haven't had sex with any other men and it's been with the same men for 20 years. So like, that's my history. That's my baggage. That's my story. And kind of like when I read those questions or sorry, when I read those answers, those are not all people that have been sleeping with the same person for 20 years. Let's just say that. But anyways, here's the thing. I think that that question, like how often do you have sex really adds no value to your sex life. So for me, it's like, why are we even, I know that that's a common question that women are often wondering about their friends. Maybe you are close with your friends and you are asking your friends how much sex they're having per week um, or whatever per month. Um, and Ultimately, what you want out of that answer is just to feel normal. I think that a lot of people, if you're asking yourself that question, it might be because you're feeling like it should be more, um, that you're not doing a good job, that you're not doing it enough. Um, and honestly, I just find that like having sex is like something else on the list. It's like something else that's added to my life. And I've thought that way for so long and I've really shifted my mindset. And so I want to kind of share with you my journey on that. But I also like, I'm basically giving you sex advice that you did not ask for. So if this is not your thing, like you can stop listening. But if you're like, mm, curious what she's going to say, um, you might relate to what my thoughts are. So here's the thing, wondering how much sex other people are having is something that I was definitely wondering. Like, I wonder how much sex people are having. Are they having sex every day? Are they having sex like more than once a week? Like more than once a week is like, holy shit. Even once a week, I think is what a lot of people are just like striving for. And at the end of the day, what we should be striving for is good sex. I think that what that's what we should be striving for. Because I think if we have are having good sex and we're enjoying our sex life, it's going to be more. Like it's going to be more than if not. So if we can just focus on that, if we can make that our first focus, I think that could help our number. Instead of focusing our number on a number and thinking if we hit a number, then we've like made it. It's very relatable to, to weight loss when you think about it. But when if you think that you're going to 
get to a number and you're like, Hey, I'm doing it weekly. But if you're hating it, you're not winning. Like you're, this sucks. Like this is not what it's supposed to be. So I think the real issue is I think women should be enjoying sex more. And I think that not a lot of women are enjoying sex at the point that they should be enjoying it. This is my opinion. I mean, I have definitely read um, a few blogs and listened to a few podcasts. And it seems like what I'm saying is true that a lot of women do not desire a lot of sex. Um, but once they get started, they're like, oh, it's not that bad. Um, but the thing is, let's say you're having bad sex. What is bad sex that I, I'm not going to tell you what bad sex is. You get to decide that. But ultimately, I think that bad sex is when you're not even getting anything out of it. Um, if you're not having an orgasm, if you're not, you know, enjoying that that time, you're definitely not desiring it more. So that's why I'm like, if you're having bad sex, no wonder you're not, your desire's off. So a lot of people want to fix their desire or they think they want to just do, do it more. And they're not even thinking about the fact that they're not desiring it. And then they think they're broken because they don't desire sex. But at the end of the day, if you're not having good sex, that's another thing. That's another intervention. Now, good sex versus bad sex is not on your partner. Like that's not your partner's job. So I learned that through my... <laughs> my podcast listening that like you having an orgasm is on you. That is, you know, your body, you need to figure this out. And then you can either use your words or do it yourself or whatever. But at the end of the day, you need to make sure that that, that experience is good for you, that you like it. So, um, I think that that is, that was definitely a game changer for me. Um, because it's so interesting because I find like all the things are there. I find Jeff very attractive. I think that we're a happy couple. He doesn't like, he doesn't make me upset. Like I'm not mad at him, but yet my desire to have sex with him was not like high. And I realized that it was just because I hadn't really sexually, I thought I was not a sexual person and that I couldn't really get there. And that like, so I really worked on me and not our couple. So for me to want it at the level, like I'm not wanting it at the same level that he wants it, which I think that's a mismatch. Like a desire mismatch is like the, it's so common, you guys. It is so common to have desire mismatch where one wants it more than the other. It is not the person with the lowest amount of desire to up her desire. Usually it's her um, to meet his expectations. Um, what's important is that we communicate and we get to a point where we are both satisfied with what the other person is bringing to the table. Now, it's still not your job, though, okay? Um, but I think there is an opportunity here to talk about making sure that you're enjoying yourself. <laughs> like, I, I, I do believe that that conversation is almost not out there. It's like, and it's also like this like crazy percentage. I think like only 6% of heterosexual uh, females um, have orgasms when they are having sex, 6%. So in my mind, I'm like, you should be having an orgasm every time that you're having sex. Like, I truly, I truly believe that. And so finding a way for that to happen that you know that every time that you're about to have sex with your partner, that you're also going to have like fun. Like it's also for you. Um, I think that's really important. I think your partner wants that too, but maybe you guys aren't at a place where we're talking about this or we're open about this. Um, so recognizing that piece. So first thing, let's make sure that you are enjoying yourself and that you are having good sex. Okay. So desire also, okay. The next thing I learned, I'm just like telling you all the things that I learned on my research of upping my desire. If you are talking shit about your husband all day, your partner all day, 
and you think you're going to desire sex with them, like you're lying to yourself. Okay. So like really important to realize that like how you speak, it's very much a desire is very much a mindset thing. So I know you might not like this or whatever, but like I truly, and I honestly, I was very happy that that's what I learned because that means that I can control it because I thought I was broken. I literally thought I was broken. It's like when people think they're broken for weight loss, but really it's just their limiting beliefs and just their mindset, their mindset is off. And I'd rather hear that than say, no, your vagina's broken and you're just broken. Um, so I'd rather hear that than like, something's wrong with you. Nothing is wrong with you. You are not broken. That's actually the name of the podcast that I listened to. You are not broken. And I felt broken. So that really spoke to me and knowing that it's all in my mind. I have to control if I desire it or not. And that I, I deserve good sex and I deserve more orgasms. And then I'm in charge of that. So like, that was like a lot for me to like, I just like flirted with all of that. And I was like, okay, how can I slowly incorporate this in my life? And, um, I'm at the best place that I've ever been in my sex life. And I think within like myself as well. Um, but I needed to like be open with that conversation first. And it's not easy. So if you're like, if you're like, oh, this is, this is awkward. I mean, I love talking about all the things. And in my mind, I'm like, if we're just talking about it, there's no harm in talking about it. Like you do your thing and you get to have your critical thinking cap on and you go for it. I also think it's important to, to talk about, um, you know, couples that are having a lot of sex versus not, it does not mean that you're less in love or that you're not going to make it. Um, I do believe that, you know, I've known couples for real that are having sex the week before they're having a divorce. <laughs> so like in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, clearly, you know, sex is really can really be separate from your relationship as well. So you can be like having like sex just because it's a desire that you both have, but it's, it has nothing to do with connection. Um, sex doesn't always have to be connection, but what you want to work on is having more connection with your partner and um, sex is definitely probably a part of that, but it doesn't have to be every fucking day. Uh, the next thing that I want to say is, wait, I had it. Oh, I had a good day. Sex with your partner. Oh man, it's when I do this. I had something good. Oh, ooh, planned sex. So that's something else that I learned in my research. Um, there's nothing bad or wrong with planned sex. And that's when, you know, when you're talking with someone that has never been in a long lasting 20 year relationship, and that person is telling you that when they are in a relationship, they definitely don't want to be planning sex. And I'm like, mm, shut the fuck up. Like, I feel like you, you, you can't be saying what you would do in 20 years with being with the same person. So what I really enjoyed with me listening to this podcast is that she made me really feel like scheduling sex is very much okay. And it's actually like recommended if you were to go in like therapy for sex, they would definitely highly recommend that you actually um, plan sex, <laughs> uh, especially in long term relationships. So she also made me realize that we've been planning sex since we were young. So she's like, remember when you were like go in university and you were going out and you might end up having sex with a fucking stranger, you would be shaving every part of your body. You'd be wearing nice underwear. Like you're literally planning for sex. So she's like planning for sex is like a thing. So do not see it. See, the thing is, I think that society has almost made us feel bad if we're planning it it means we're not being like spontaneous I'm like I'm sorry after 20 years of being together there's not a lot of spon spontaneity 
right? So you're trying to create it. And I get that. And sometimes it happens and good for you. And you have sex on a random Tuesday afternoon. That is amazing. But that's not typical life. And to, we plan everything else. I think it's totally fine for you to plan um, your sex life. And it doesn't have to be like together. So like, for example, one time I texted Jeff, I'm like, okay, this is what's up happening this weekend. And I sent him like schedule for Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And then he's like with the kids and like just our activities. And he's like, I don't see anywhere where um, we have sex. And I was like, oh, that's happening tonight, actually. So like in my mind, I knew we were having sex that Friday night um, because I knew that Saturday I was going to probably be more tired. And like, I was just like kind of planning it ahead. I'm not writing it in my to-do list, but I know that it's a part of my, part of what I want to accomplish this weekend. And because I have it in my schedule and I actually enjoy having sex with him, um, I don't, I'm not like dreading it. So that's why I'm like, before I was not that I wasn't enjoying it. I just knew that it was more of a task than it is now. And the reason why was because before I was not prioritizing my orgasm, my pleasure, and now I am. And so now I, I'm like, I'm looking forward to that. So just, I just really wanted to be open as I am always. And I hope that this like, kind of like opens up uh, self-reflection on how you feel. And if you, and also you need to be in a space where you do want to up your desire and you want to that part of your life. You want to, I don't want to say make it better, but you want to make changes. And I was in that, like I was in that space. I wanted to make changes in our sex life. Um, and so it's never too late. And, um, it was just like the first, I obviously it had always been in my hat in my head, in my mind. And then I finally made the steps to, like I needed to want that because there's effort and there is like uncomfortable conversations and whatever. I was just lucky that I have a partner that's like super open about all the things and I could have all the conversations. And so I really hope that you have the same. And if maybe you think you don't, but maybe they're like super open with it. And again, like your sex life is not just about him. It is also about you. Okay. So whatever, if, if they're not comfortable talking about it, you talk to yourself and you get, you figure it out yourself. Okay. Because in the end, you want to make sure that you, and it's just going to help what you guys have together. Okay. All right. Well, this was wow. Um, hopefully you enjoyed this, uh, leave me some reviews or come see me in my DMS and tell me if you enjoyed this. Um, I appreciate being, being able to be vulnerable with you. Um, share this with your girlfriends. If you feel like you have a friend that could really hear what I have to say, please, please share. Um, because I love to help people. Okay. Bye.